A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first SC Report podcast for season 2020. Uh, everyone would have known that the Supercoach app has dropped. Teams are out, so everyone's beginning to chop and change with, I'm sure, what will be their first iteration of about 7 billion teams to come over the next month and a bit. We're bringing to you uh, not one of the usual guests that we have here. In fact, it's his first, or it's his debut on this podcast. He's replacing um, Wen in Rome, who's unfortunately working this weekend. I can see him behind me here plugging away, but we've got more than a capable set of hands to cover for him, and I welcome to the podcast for the first time, Benny G. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for that. i got a big shoes to fill by the sounds, but... Um... Well, if you've listened to us before, you know they're not that big. Like, <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough stretch last season, let's, let's just put it that way, but... He was all right. He was all right. He went okay, yeah. It's, it's more the um, his... Oh, that steak bet we had with that Wilf and Guy on the Champs podcast, he was uh, he was fuming with me for that whole season. I definitely let the team down. But anyway, the best part is it's a brand new season. Everyone starts on the same score and we're good to go. But anyway, tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, what brought you to the Supercoach world? Um, I can remember playing Supercoach probably back in 2006, I think it was just available on the Fox Sports website. Mm. The scoring was very different. The pricing was very different. I think your um, your gun second rows were priced at eight point zero, and I think you only had a hundred. I think the the salary cap was just a hundred points, I guess, rather than dollars. Um, I think I just started playing with mates. Didn't really take it too seriously. Can still remember. Hindy killing it, Alan Tung, Alan Tung, Anthony Lafranchi. He was actually pretty good, pretty good one over then. I think Mark Minicello was decent at once as well. Um, and then ever since then, maybe in the early 2010s, I started playing all sorts of different fantasy games and Supercoach. I played nearly every single Supercoach game or I fantasy game. I honestly do not think there is a fantasy game that you do not play. So last season, yeah. talk about not just NRL, AFL. You got EPL, NFL, and you're in all these draft leagues, you're in tipping comps. You're getting married this year. I don't know how Katie puts up with it, but that's that's just who you are. But let's talk about so this this is one of the reasons you're here, is that you absolutely killed it on all of those last season. Yeah, well I I feel like probably about three years ago I started I had a pretty good season and I was like I've always played head to head and I was like, Oh let's let's give it a crack at overall. And I was pretty much around the, the thousand mark most of the season and probably dropped out. I think the last few rounds I kind of didn't do too well. And then two years ago, I pretty much the same boat. And then I tried to pick, go against the grain towards the end when the mm. Roosters had that massive run home. And I was so against Valentine Holmes and he just absolutely killed me. So I think I ended about 2,000-ish. Uh, last year, managed to finish at 435th, so that's my best year so far. I was down at 100 for a little bit, and then I kept going back up to 1,000 and then back down. The Cleary 180 in the um, last round really helped. Um, yeah, I play AFL Supercoach as well, and I came 200th in that one, so that was 
that was pretty cool too, but we're not here to talk about AFL, thank you. We are definitely Thankfully. not here to talk about AFL, thank you very much. But <laughs> should warn you though, this podcast is almost the kiss of death, because I came on it and I'd had a similar season to you, killed it. Um, so it was a one-off, because obviously last year I, I had a look at the ranking, it was like 16,000th or something. I thought it was worse, I had a feeling in my head it was much worse, but just you see the tail off after the buy, when I've just captained Michael Morgan every week, just to piss Langy off really. But it wasn't a great year, but anyway, enough said about season 2019, we're here to talk about season 2020. That's correct. This pod here, it's just going to be a little quick intro, um, just a bit of a general update on some of the rule changes, um, some of the key positional movements, some the people that you've got your eye on there and just we'll talk about what we're going to do um, over the pre-season we don't generally tend to do too many podcasts um, pre-season but we've decided this year that with yours and Lakey's help that we'll do a few uh, team previews we'll talk about some of the trials that are going on and the NRL nines it's a it's a big big pre-season coming up so a lot to get through. Lots of injuries to happen. Lots of injuries to happen. Oh boy. Tommy Turbo last year, ring a bell. Pre-season that one, I think the hammy, and then it was just a sign of things to come for him. So definitely got to keep your eye out for these sort of things over the coming weeks. But just a little bit on Supercoach. So there's been a couple of rule changes in the off-season that the NRL have introduced. So the most notable of these will be the 2040 rule. So Possibly, it's, it's hard to tell so early on how that's going to impact, but you would imagine a few players, the Clearies and DCEs, uh, would really benefit from that. Yeah, and I, I sort of read that it was utilised tr- throughout the Q Cup last year. Um, I don't think too many players used the 2040. Um, I'm not really too sure why, but especially being a Cowboys fan like yourself, uh, we get trapped in around 20 quite a bit, so... If uh, Morgo and whoever we choose at the other half position uh, develop that and add that to their game, that could be really useful for us and Supercoach points as well. Mm, very interesting to see. Maybe they'll trot it out in the trials, but I think it's just a risky play because if you stuff it up and you're kicking from your own 20 and you know, it puts the other team right on the attack. So it'd be interesting to see, but as you said, it's a big pressure reliever. Uh, the other ones that they have changed are the scrum rule now. They, your attacking team can choose where on the field they want to take the scrum from, and also the challenge system. So that's a pretty interesting one there. So it's sort of a captain's challenge, one per team. Uh, won't impact Supercoach, but definitely um, going to shake a little, shake a few things up in the NRL world. One thing I do wish they had of change, and I'm shocked that they didn't, is the stripping rule. So in terms of Supercoach, that is. We saw last year guys like Josh Hodgson, uh, Cameron Munster, Absolute guns at stripping. Absolute thief. <laughs> Absolutely. And yet they haven't brought in, I thought for sure, that's what one thing we're going to see. And that would be huge. Imagine like some guy like Josh Hodgson who's floating around that sort of mid to upper tier but never quite kicked on. That's the sort of thing that could push him into that upper echelon. But we'll wait and see. Maybe that's one they'll do down the track. But it's definitely come a, it was a big thing last year in the NRL. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So moving on, we've got just a couple of little things to get through here. Obviously, you've had a run through of your first side. Um, You've managed to get a full 25 in. I didn't get that far. So I got to about... Ooh, six Fords to stick into about a million dollars worth of salary cap and just gave up and uh, deleted it for another week. But <laughs> you've given it a go. Who was the first picked in your side? Uh, the first picked, I guess, because I generally, when you when you go to select your team, it starts off with your number nine. So uh, Cookie, was, <laughs> Cookie was my first picked. Um, if I... First person I thought to bring in my team was um, Payne Haas. Um, he's just... A captain option every week. He just killed it for me last year. I've got fun memories considering I picked him up when he was um, bottom dollar. So it was it was Cookie, Payne Haas, Nathan Cleary, and uh, Pappenhausen. I think that were the first four in my team. I kind of tried to build a team around around those four. I uh, utilized the um, intelligent auto pick. I don't mm. know if you saw that as the feature. <laughs> I, um, Gave me Trent Merrin. <laughs> so Mez is back. We'll see. It's 400k, I think, something like that. So mm. see how many minutes he picks up. But yeah, I, until I know exactly who's playing, especially all the rookies, um, I, I didn't really know what I was really put, inputting. I was just trying to see what kind of team I could form around with, depending how many guns I go with, how many rookies, how many mid-prices. I've had a few plays around, but... I think I'm just going to leave it for a little bit and just ch- just um, follow those injuries and try and find those value picks, which I'm hoping we can do on this pod. That's what we plan on doing. But the thing is, it's just I was having a look in terms of trying to find cheapies in the side. That is a big issue this year. Even just like center wings and second row, normally they're stacked with it, but it's just so hard to tell um, this early on. We're even looking at some expected team lists, and there's not a lot of bottom dollar options there so it's going to make the likes of Cleary and Lolo and Cook and those sort of guys really difficult to fit into your side yeah and I think it's yeah if, if there's not many cheapies it just means we're going to have to utilize a lot of mid prices and that's just so risky I think last year we'll, we had so many cheapies that we could we could we could get any in round one or maybe even like round two three four but um yeah you generally don't want to have too many mid prices You've got you've got to just utilize how many how many guns you want. I guess it's either guns and rookies, or you go guns a lot of mid prices, and then just have a few rookies on the bench. But I'm not really sure how I'm going to fit it in this year. I kind of like that though, because I kind of like that there's not a lot of sure things. Like everyone's going to start with the same cookie cutter side. So I don't know. I kind of think it opens it up, and I love like the idea of having to pick the right mid price because there's a lot of plot in plotters in Supercoach. There's a lot of like 300, 400k forwards. Everyone thinks they're a big name, so or they might be due for more minutes, and they just turn into like they make nothing for you during the year. Yeah, I think Joe Offengawi was a perfect yes, example is, of that one last year. God, so Wenham was really big on him in round one. I remember that. Didn't yeah. You? 
He had a bit of a stinker and never really kicked on. So I think when Haas just got all the minutes, mm. his minutes just dropped. He, he just couldn't do it. His points per minute is still great. He just doesn't have the minutes. And like, yeah, like you said, we just got to try and pick those ones that are going to get that extra 20, 20 minutes or even 10 minutes to prove the difference. I mean, just think back, Payne Haas was, what, 180k at the start of last year. And this year, he's, I think, 700,000 plus. So yeah. for an 80-minute forward, though, that's absolutely gold in Supercoach. So, yeah, definitely one of my first picked as well. But the first one, I, I didn't go the hook. I just went lock in James Tedesco. Without a hun- no uh, other thought, just put the bloke in. He is so good. And in that fullback position, last year it was Tommy Turbo and, and Teddy at the start of the year. Everyone was looking at those two but now you've got the likes as you said of Ryan Pappenhausen so and AJ Brimson Valentine Holmes there's a few of these mid-rangers floating around suddenly makes the idea of having the Teddy turbo combination maybe not as enticing and in that regard I'm first player I locked in was James Tedesco sure thing I'm a little uncertain about Tommy Turbo so I think I'll be going the Teddy possibly mid-range option there. So that was about the only thing I did with any conviction setting up my first side. So And Jason Taumalolo, of course. Of course. We can't not have a super coach side without our boy Taumalolo in. No Michael Morgan for me this year. <laughs> I don't know if I'll, I'll probably change that about 700 times throughout the year. I'll see him kill it in the trials or something. Lethal combination with new buyer Valentine Holmes and stick him in and hope for the best but surely can't go worse than last year i think last year he was he was valued i, I actually i'm not too sure what he's valued at this year but i think he was even cheaper last year yeah 471k he is yeah so. he, was, he was it was closer to 400 flat i think last year mm. and that was probably oh it looked like better. great value we saw what he'd done I think with i that. started actually i think i started with him last year mm. as well i think most people did but i think i got off the <laughs> yeah, he got off the train a little bit uh, sooner than me. Uh, it stuck with him pretty much from round one to the end, so to the bitter end, and that's probably why I ended up 16,000th. But no, that's all good. We have uh, one final point here just on our little intro pod here. What would you do differently from last year? So obviously you finished up the top end. Um, when you get to that point at the back end of the season, and you've got you know, a couple of hundred points to make up here. You start to go from go for some audacious moves and uh, maybe some risky trades just to push the envelope a little bit. Uh, what's one thing you would change from last year, being someone that was at the top? Um, so my whole game plan, I, I'm, really, I'm really focused on base points per minute and sometimes that can be a bit of a downfall as well because obviously the, the aim of the game is to get the players that score the most points and tries and try assist etc score you the most points so sometimes I overlook how valuable that can be um, and also over planning for the buy mm. <laughs> I think everyone got kind of got caught with that but oh, I was I was I was just set for 15 to 17 for both buy rounds because I used you just had a, a really really good plan and then obviously I had five or six injuries go my way and so I was just scrambling to use all my trades really quickly to try and capitalize on that buy around because I was hoping that would like get me even higher up the ladder um, and it just yeah it just didn't pan out and then also towards the end of the season I had a solid 20 or 21 players um, and so there were so many weeks where I was benching the wrong person I remember Sivo I had him in my team but there was a, mm. I, don't, I can't I I think I burst you one week, and he was the difference. I think you got me that week. 
and he's just you chill. lost to me last <laughs> yeah. year. Oh, geez. and is just chilling on my bench, and he's got a he's got a ton and maybe one twenty or something like that. And I just yeah, I think that's me undervaluing the the importance of of scoring tries. I was just like, surely he can't do it every game. He just kept doing it. So I think yeah, not only looking at the stats and the base points, I've just got to look at who's in form and and just keep thinking that. that that could keep going rather than thinking, surely he's scored too many and well, it'll dry up soon. Mm. I think um, I never got on Mamalo as well and he had that awesome run and everyone was just ranking, <laughs> ranking in the points and I was just like, surely it'll stop, surely yep. it'll stop, never did. Well, he sort of tailed off towards the end there. So I guess for yeah. my points, I, was, I, I finished you know well down the bottom and by about, I think the end of the buyers, around 18, I was something like 5,000th. So I thought I'll go hell for leather and just make some wild moves and... Uh, pod moves and that sort of thing and basically just panic trading and <laughs> panic captaining and all that sort of thing so I think one thing I'll do differently this year is definitely just learn to give up on some players so mm-hmm. like a guy like Michael Morgan I had him there I knew what he could do but it was just I couldn't bin him because it was yeah. always that thought like oh he's been in such bad form like the opposite to what you said so this guy's been in a you know bad run but surely it's going to end soon and it just never did never did and the thing is the longer you hold on to these players the harder it is to let go so I think for this season one thing I'm going to do is just bite the bullet so on this podcast I'm not going to I'm going to be talking about the guys I'm kind of thinking they'll hang on and I'm just going to burn some trades screw it burn the trades get rid of the underperformers in the side and get the informed guys so one thing that's one thing I'll do differently this year, but who knows? We'll see how we are. One good, one big thing as well is just to get the year off to a good start because it makes such yeah. a difference if you're burning trades super early. And sometimes that can just be luck or you've picked the wrong mid-pricer or you've missed out on a guy that's all of a sudden gone ballistic because he's got unseen minutes and stuff we didn't expect. So big thing is getting the, getting the team right. Yeah, I, I think also with that one though, yeah. last year my round one score wasn't fantastic. I, I was I was still up in the top ten thousand at least, but I had there was a few players I was really jealous of. I think Taumalolo got ninety nine in the first mm. round, and I didn't start with him. Um, and then I, everyone was just like, "Oh, like look, we need to bring him in. He's going to make bulk coin." You broke him. We're at that game. We watched. I, I didn't. I didn't. Suncorp Stadium. Yes, that's what? right. Came and off then, about twenty minutes in. TPJ just belted him, and he injured himself. And yeah, everyone. It would have been thousands that traded him in. Yeah, exactly. Typical super coach. And then I didn't make any trades after the first round, and the my second round score was really, really good, and it popped me back in. It popped me up into the top two thousand or top thousand from the get go. So just. Have faith in the team you pick at the start. You might not get it right every time, but just give it maybe a week or two. Like, I mean, that was probably the first year I didn't make trades after the first round, but I just I was really keen in my team, and I was just like, I just wanted to see what they could do on that second. I think there was Marty Tapao in the first round didn't do too well either, and everyone's like, oh, he doesn't have an offload, doesn't mm. have an offload, and then I was so close to trading him out, kept him in came back with like an 80 or something like that, offloaded like five times. Hey, Marty Tapao, he had a very interesting year. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about him and a few other players in the, the team previews, but definitely eh, one of those up and down sort of years for Big Marty and typical of that like Ford or the front row last season. There wasn't a lot of, outside of Payne Haas, like week to week, tough to like fit some guns in there. Fafida was up and down as well and 
injured and it was a game he got like 13 and stuff like that so I mean it was a lottery in some positions last season so we look to get that right coming forward so just speaking on the plan we did mention that we'll be doing some team previews over the coming weeks so you and I will be getting back together to do the Cowboys Titans and Panthers uh, the next podcast and then following that will be me and Lakey Uh, so Lakey who does a bit of content for the website there funny bloke uh, he'll be joining to talk about his beloved Knights, uh, a few other teams, Eels, Warriors and Storm. And then we'll do Bulldogs, Sharks, Raiders, Broncos. Stick Manly in there as well, why not? There's not a lot going on there for them outside of the Turbros and a few others, but we'll go through them. And then finally the Roosters, Souths, Dragons and Tigers. So three to four teams per pod over the coming weeks, so a bit of content, as well as as we gear up towards... The nines and the trials, uh, we'll get back together and just chat on who we're seeing might be the breakout star for round one. There's a lot going on over the coming weeks, so I'm sure everyone is more than ready to get the season underway. It's been a long off season. We've tried a bit of Big Bash, Super Coach. That's like almost impossible. I, I, <laughs> like week to week, and there's you know, double game weeks and buy rounds and. Like, yeah. there's so much BBL. I've given it's, up. Oh, mate, it's it's an absolute lottery. I've, I've got uh, English Premier League fantasy. I've played um, a lot of NFL fantasy, which is now finished, but I had a lot of other things to keep me busy. Again, I don't know how you find the time to do all this and <laughs> F45 nonsense and all that. But anyway, and then during the regular season, we'll um, have a, a few guests on. We'll try and get Wenon and... Uh, Nick to come on every now and again when they've got the time just to hear a familiar voice or two but uh, it'll be much the same our steak bets beer bets champings uh, tapping on the desk and getting hate mail for it talking too much trash about the Broncos all the usual stuff you know and love or hate on the NRL Supercoach Talk podcast and one more thing the really terrible beers so next podcast I'm sure you listened to us last year. We, Wenon and I used to go find the worst-looking, sounding, tasting beer that we could find and smash it on the podcast. So next pod, that's one thing I want from you, Benny G. Anything on your mind? <laughs> no, I'll try my best. I only drink good beers. So. Mm, nice and room temp. Maybe a nice VB long neck to start us off right. It is Australia Day coming up after all. It's 7.40. That's it for us for the first NRL Supercoach Talk podcast for the year. Great to be back. Thank you, Benny G. Yeah, thanks. It was great. Hope you enjoyed the debut, and we'll hear from you next week. Cheers. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.